the Super Nerd Podcast, the adventure that brings you the latest nerd news and rumors from movies, TV, entertainment, and sometimes science. You name it. If it is nerdy, we are talking about it. And tonight's main event is... We're just going to catch up. Nerdy ketchup. <laughs> I thought about calling it nerdy mustard because we're just going to do ketchup tonight. Anyways, I'm your host, Austin, and with me, as always, is the amazing Amanda. Hey! The wild yet elusive Jekka. Present. And Burn Brady Burn. Oh, folks. Oh, man, we're finally back. Jeez <laughs> almighty, we had quite... Quite the trouble getting back because we had all sorts of uh, crazy uh, technical difficulties. And then we just got life getting in the way. Dog, dude, get on my face, man. He's not in your face. He's dude, at he, your elbow. He's trying to eat my elbow. I felt <laughs> he's my not elbow. trying to eat your I'm elbow. Just sitting he has here. a rope in his mouth that he wants I'm to I'm sitting here. All of a sudden, I felt his play. teeth around my elbow. Yes, he does want to play. It, it, it's his version of pull my finger, pull my rope. No, no. <laughs> Perhaps you shouldn't have such tasty elbows. <laughs> well, I guess so. So, so yes, we have been gone for a little while. Blame we will blame that on just life. Life has been uh, busy for all of us, but we are back, and we just wanted to take some time to catch up and see what's going on before we jump into a, a traditional podcast. So we're really just going to be doing some like uh, what's nerdy with you all podcast, maybe a little longer than normal, just just for some fun. Hope you guys are uh, okay with that. <laughs> So, who wants to start? Free flow, free, free flowing. So I'm going to share. All right, Amanda, first right today. off the bat, right off the bat to uh, embarrass me. Dealing with this? No, <laughs> actually. So my daughter's trying to get together with friends to Sorry, go trick do. or treating. Okay, you're talking that instead of the other thing. Well, at the moment, and the girl that they're supposed to meet at her house is sick and her mom's going to cancel the whole thing and that she doesn't want to admit that she's sick or that it needs to be canceled. <laughs> so why, why did she have, why did our daughter have you talk to her? Why didn't the mom talk to the daughter? I don't even understand. So this. what it is, is Allison was texting her friends and her friend called her and she didn't, or I didn't understand how to get across. I'm not making decisions. I'm just a kid. So she had me get on the phone to try and talk with her. It makes sense. But end of it is, is we, we have a really hard time because our Halloween's very busy because our son's birthday is on Halloween. Oh, that is crazy. Ah, that and complicates the issue. And so we were trying to get everyone here so we could do our birthday stuff and then just everyone go trick-or-treating instead of having to figure out who has to leave during cake or the birthday is stuff. Yeah. That is tricky. So how, how do you set that up? Like, what, what does it look like? Well, we usually just do something we, we beforehand. Do dinner, cake presents and then they run out the door to trick-or-treat yeah and, oh, okay and, uh, right. and, and yeah in in times past like our son's friends would just trick-or-treat over here last time we had them all watch a scary movie before they went to go trick-or-treat so. <laughs> um so uh, all i'm gonna say is do not accidentally get extra cake on halloween 
extra cake on Halloween. Yeah, there there was one year for Halloween that they made us a half sheet instead of a quarter sheet. No one will take cake the day after Halloween. No one Why? will. They're like, we have enough candy. Thanks so much. Oh uh, yeah, way too much candy. All right, so you want you want you want to tell me the other thing? That's what I thought. You were well, I was gonna about. let some other people talk okay. too. All right, yeah, yeah, Brady, Jekka. Yes, yeah, I'll talk you. a little bit about Halloween. So, yeah. um, my my fourteen year old this year is not going trick or treating. He's just gonna hand out candy. Really. Uh, but my 16-year-old is. And some people will scoff at the idea of a 16-year-old going trick-or-treating. But to all of those people, I say, because... <laughs> I second that. Yeah, me too. The kid is out trick-or-treating, and he is, he or she is, is having a good time and causing no harm, then that is much better than some of the other things they could be out doing mm-hmm. on that. For sure. Exactly. So he's, he's going trick-or-treating. I say that. Him, he's going over to a friend's house, and they may actually just end up handing out candy, but um, or going to get candy, and then sure. and then giving it away. Um, but he came to me asking, you know, I asked him what he wanted to be for Halloween. Last year he was a bush. We made. Oh, I remember you telling me this. Yeah, yes, he was. He was a bush last year, and it was really cool. And he was going to do it again this year. In fact, I still have all of that crap. I'm um, stuff in my. Uh, in my attic, but he came to me the other day and he goes, Dad, I know what I want to be for Halloween. I go, Okay. And he goes, I want to be Lord Far- Farquaad. <laughs> so, <laughs> so my 16 year old, who is six foot tall, um, got a wig, a Lord Farquaad wig, and a Lord Farquaad costume that he tried on today for the first time, and it's perfect. And uh, it turns out he doesn't need the wig because his hair is kind of long anyway. He's just kind of <laughs> let it hang out of the hat. Um, so, yeah, I have a six-foot-tall Lord Farquaad going to be walking around. The, uh, from, uh, from Shrek, the, yeah. uh, the, the the king dude with the red. Yeah, that's oh going to be my funny. gosh. Not, not the king. He's Lord Farquaad. How's he going to yeah. uh, replicate the chin? You know, I don't think he's going to. I think that I think it's uh, he's going to take... Um, what do they call that artistic liberty? Um, sure. And, uh, and I don't think he's going to replicate the chin, but um, it does look good on him. The costume does. Look good. <laughs> it, it's really funny. And it's like regal uh, medieval times type of costume. Yeah. I will get a picture. I'm not sure how publicly available I can make it because he is a 16 year old boy. He's going to be like, dead. <laughs> um, At least send it to our group chat. I want to see can it. <laughs> certainly do that. Yeah. It's, uh, it's going to be funny. If you guys are, you guys are friends with me on Facebook and I'm sure you saw the picture of yeah. him the other day from his birthday. So, um, so yeah, just imagine him as Lord Farquaad. That's, That's it. amazing. Pretty funny. Yeah. Yeah. Funny. I'm my, my costume it's either going to just be non-existent because I just haven't had time to even think about it, or I'm going to do what I did last year, and that was be an axolotl again, which is I made, like, nice. the feathery gills out of pipe cleaners, like red pipe cleaners that I got, like, from an arts and crafts kit, and just safety pin those to the side of a hoodie, like my a, wear a hoodie and the hood on that, and then put googly eyes on the side, too. Mm. And just call me an axolotl. I may resort to that. I don't know. I, I love having I've just nerd been, friends. 
grad school. Yeah, it's it's this semester. I can't wait for it to be over. <laughs> so I will share my brilliant um, Halloween costume. I'm very proud of it. Uh-oh. Um, so th- the story <laughs> with it is last year, someone was... Ha- some wonderful, absolutely fantastic person was handing out, like, the cheapo fake lightsabers oh yeah that was their candy and they gave all of the kids in the group was like over 10 kids each got a lightsaber oh my god house to visit right there yeah and so i ended up holding two lightsabers and i would like be able to direct traffic as i'm walking along I, i just walked down the middle of the roadway as kids were crossing the street so i could like direct them and everything so this year, I am a airplane ground crew. Nice, nice. She, she bought all the things for it. So the I, I, I have vest. the the high vis- visibility vest, the the um the lightsaber wand thingies. The, yeah, the wands. And and now I feel much better prepared to handle my kids in severely dark costumes. <laughs> and feel a little bit safer that's great well they won't have any trouble finding you yeah that's true that's true my uh you know uh i i i think for about three years now i've been handing out the candy um and i do like going out with the kids from time to time but i i have a lot of uh joy trying to scare the kids coming to my door like i like like I don't do like the pop-up scare type of stuff or I don't try to go overboard. I try to build up a lot of uneasy tension, <laughs> you know? And so the, what we've done the past is uh, actually what we did last year, we tried to up it and that didn't quite work out. Uh, but we would have uh, the door, they'd, they'd ring the door and the door wouldn't necessarily uh, open right away, uh, but it eventually open. And then I would be standing down the hall because the, the way our uh, front door works, like there's a little hallway and uh, I'd have like a mask on and a hoodie on and I'd just be, you know, holding a bowl of candy. I'd take two steps forward. I just I don't say anything. I just let them get their candy. I take two steps back and then whoever's behind the door closes the door. So I never even touch the door. And it just, <laughs> just kind of looks weird. And so last year we tried to up it a little bit because we had, uh, I think we have, how many fog we have machines? We two fog machines. I think we have more than that. Anyways. We might. I think we have, I think we, oh, we have. We were yeah, only trying to run An- two. Anakin, Anakin's over there saying we have four fog machines. So, anyways, so I had a bunch of fog machines. And I so just want to know why you got the other two. And, and, oh, oh. And so what we wanted to do is we wanted to you know do you you remember the scene in the first ghostbusters movie where uh uh dana is in her chair and she's like got all the arms popping out and then she looks the the chair turns and you look at the door and there's all these lights coming out from uh, behind the door i wanted to do something like that to our front door so i had all these uh red lights uh, all set up so that way it would kind of shine through the door. And uh, and then when the door would open, there'd be all this fog and you couldn't really see me. And then I would walk forward, you know, do the exact same thing, walk back into the mist and then the door closes, you know, just something really weird like that. But apparently fire alarms don't like that much uh, fog because our we, we got kids trying to get candy and i'm like running around the house trying to like turn off all the fire alarms turn off the smoke detectors it was a nightmare yeah it was crazy because we we had so much fog in the house it was crazy 
So That's hilarious. So so the so the thing that I've learned from that is I either have to go around and yeah turn off all the the fog or uh, fire alarms first, or or we just don't do it, or we got to do something else. I don't know. Anyways, <laughs> what what are you saying, Anakin? Um, I say we do it and we turn off all the fire. Turn off all the fire alarms. Well, what <laughs> if I burn the house down? What if I burn the house down? You won't. Okay, all right. Thanks for the confidence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Aww. I love wow. Halloween and answering the door. And you know, I think that seeing the seeing the kids come by with their costumes, oh, I'm yeah. really starting to appreciate that more now. I think I really I really like that part of it. Oh yeah, it's lovely. Yeah, that's that's the part I like. And I actually like had a thought today because so my apartment we're we're in this little fourplex and my apartment, we're on the second floor. And although we have lights in the stairwells, like the past two years I've lived here, like the kids just don't like very few realize that they can come upstairs, you know, and try our door. So I was think I just occurred to me today and I'm like, I don't know if I'll get time to do this tomorrow. I would love to, but like, just like, either get poster board or print off pictures mm. that just like, you know, creepy signs being like this way, if you dare and kind of lead them up the stairs yeah. to our apartment so that we can give out candy, you know? Um, but yeah, um, I'm like, it's almost one of those things. I'm like too stressed to even think about it. that I'm like, Oh, I don't, we'll, we'll see what happens. I have tomorrow. Be, well, I, I could probably pull it together on Tuesday. It'd be funny if you did kind of like a Hansel and Gretel thing, like this way to candy kids, like leave a little oh, trail. Yes. Come on up. Come on up <laughs> That'd be fun. That'd be so fun. So there's, right. uh, there's, um, um, dang it, I forgot what I was going to say, but it was really funny. <laughs> <laughs> well, Amanda has something funny she wants to share. She said, I can't share it. So I'm like Austin's waiting, waiting patiently. And I'm just chatting Halloween, but. Austin really likes doing scary movies. For this October. is more Halloween. Okay, okay, wait, wait. <laughs> Man, it's giving me the eye. Uh, you, you guys know how I showed Jurassic Park to my uh, son way too early in life when he was still in diapers and he peed through the diaper all over me? Yes. I remember telling right, that story. <laughs> this is... Yeah, that's a true story. This is along those lines. Okay, continue, Amanda. Okay. <laughs> So I'm all about finding my kids um, progressively scarier movies every year, partly because I I want they they enjoy the scary movies. Mm -hmm. And so I I don't want to go full Friday the 13th yet, but I want to get progressively scarier. Uh, And so Austin this year, he wanted to do, psycho um oh, the black and white so good Al- alfred hitchcock original psycho oh yeah, yeah just keep it nice and light that's good okay yeah. <laughs> so half oh like, now, now now this is oh, this is for our 13 year old our soon to be 11 year old uh all the way down to our six year old yeah. watching this <laughs> i can already hear my mom complaining oh austin what were you thinking the the best part of it was halfway through when my kids are like, this isn't scary. This is like a murder mystery. The only thing that's scary is the music. 
So our 13-year-old took it the hardest and was screaming her head off. Yeah, that yeah, the la- the last <laughs> scenes of the film. Oh yeah. Oh and, my gosh. So and they not jump when the when the detectives walking up the stairs and oh, the guy oh, yeah. out. Like, okay, oh, yeah, that's yeah. the part when I first saw it, that part got me. I was like, "Oh my gosh." Yeah, no, yeah, that and uh, yeah, the, yeah, they're they still jumping all that stuff, but they didn't start screaming, screaming until the very end. <laughs> oh, yes, yes, that's awesome. So, uh, the, I'm trying to get the kids in bed. I want the kids to go to sleep. Oh, I had them stay up really late. So okay. they're, they're, they're yeah, getting done around like ten, 10 o'clock, o'clock at night. Ten o'clock. Yeah, yeah. So I, I'm trying to get them to to get through their bedtime process and get to bed as quick as I can. And they're all like, "Mom." Can we all stay in the same room? I'm like, yeah, sure. That's fine. Go to bed. Go to sleep. Just just go to bed. Yeah. And I had to turn to Austin, and I saw what he was up to. No, 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 no. Before he even, like, really got going. So she, and this was, was instantaneous. Uh, like, like I, I had the thought to do this. And, like, not even one second went by before Amanda was already on me. Like, she knew what I was going to do, which was? He used his phone to send the psycho music to their bedroom. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> and, I, and I started running around the house with the psycho music on. And I, I locked them in the ba- I locked them all in the bathroom with the lights off, and they're all like screaming their heads. Anyways, oh so so I'm like I'm chasing them all over the house, and this is like a good like solid 15 minutes of me like chasing the kids off, and they're screaming their heads off, and and it was just utterly hilarious. Um, hopefully they're not traumatized. So I'm the terrible <laughs> parent that was sitting like sitting far away from everybody. Laughing so hard, I'm crying. <laughs> As a who has hidden the Bluetooth speaker underneath his son's bed and then played uh, uh, Halloween soundboard sounds oh. from it, I really appreciate that. Yes. That, that is yes. amazing. Thank you, Brady. Thank you. Hey, you know. <laughs> But but there's there's a little yeah. there's a little more of the story because because I I freaked them out so much that they didn't really like sleep until like midnight and so when they woke up the next day our our poor like our one of our youngest daughters was having like the worst headache like she's ever had she could barely open her eyes the the light was too sensitive and she was like crying and so so the the pains of the pains of the movie and me chasing the kids around the house. Uh, I had to deal with. <laughs> yeah, Amanda had to deal with. <laughs> Which is why I told you no. <laughs> but I had so much fun. So. Oh my gosh. <sighs> yeah, I've I've been, usually I like to go through and watch like spooky movies, my favorite spooky movies throughout the month. And I just haven't been doing that, but I have. Like my plan is to do that. Like, you know, tonight, tomorrow, and Tuesday. But um, I have been watching the new Goosebumps that's on Disney How Plus. Okay, yeah, tell it. We we started watching the first episode, um, then we stopped. So tell us about it. Yeah, I, I've been enjoying it. Like, I mean, it's not, it's more of like creepy than scary. But I've, I mean, I, 
I read, I'm pretty sure, almost all the Goosebumps when I was mm-hmm. younger, but I don't remember any of them. Except gonna, for the titles. Like, this, the titles of the sound, episodes... Oh, sorry, go on. This is going to sound really bad, but is it appropriate for kids? <laughs> I would say probably your oldest. Like, okay. Well, it, so hasn't, it hasn't TV. done anything... Like, it's mainly just been kind of like... I don't know. It's It hasn't even... There's a little bit of creep so, factor to it. The language isn't overly strong. Like, they haven't dropped the F-bomb yet, but they've dropped some other language. Well, um, we, but there hasn't well, been any sexual content to it. What we read is that there's not exactly explicit sexual content, but, content, but there's conversational content. There, There is, but it's not, like, it's not explicit. It hasn't been explicit. Like I, I've, it's, it's one of those things that I, I was like, it's actually been, it was, it's been more mellow than I was mm. expected in those areas than like I would expect to be like a show based in a high school setting. Yeah. Um, there is like an affair going on between like the kids, between the two kids, like parents pretty much, but you don't see anything explicit from that. And there's nothing like, they don't have explicit conversations about it. They're just kind of like, oh, yeah, we're having an affair. Like, that's it. Yeah. There hasn't been any, like, like it really has been mellow, like, more mellow than I expected. I've, I've seen other shows that were way, like, you know, show like, shows set in high school that are way worse than that. Um, but, yeah, it's, I would say, like, creep factor-wise... Uh, it's more of the language, I'd say. Gotcha. It has some strong language, but not like they haven't dropped any f bombs yet. But yeah, honestly, I'm kind of like if your kids have like, watched I, Psycho, you watch Psycho. I feel like you could watch Goosebumps. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you watch Psycho, you could watch Goosebumps because like it's been on that same level as Psycho. Well, they they watched. They watch Psycho. Well, actually, I don't know if they watch Psycho. I think they uh, experience Psycho, <laughs> thanks to Dad. So, but yeah, yeah, but I've I've been enjoying it. Um, I kind of like where it's going. It's definitely been one of those like that Loki and Lower Dicks have been like the TV shows I've been staying on top of every week. Okay. Um. Which Loki, like we were originally going to talk about Loki, and yeah. I have have any of you watched the second season of Loki? I have not. Austin, no. Amanda, you guys haven't either. <laughs> <laughs> well, it has been good. I've really enjoyed it. Really, I've heard much uh, reviews about I hear it. Hear a butt coming. It's definitely yeah. The first season's hands down the best. Like I rewatched the first season, I was like, oh man, this is really good. The second season, like there's parts of it I've been enjoying, but it definitely it feels a little more more chaotic. Like I feel like they sometimes lose track of what they're going for. Like what's the purpose of what's happening? So mm. it is a bit more convoluted than the um. The first season, like, no, the first season was really good. This one just has a little convoluted factor. And mainly because the big thing about it is, like, they're trying to save the TVA. And Sylvie keeps bringing up, like, why should we save the TVA? Like, why can't we just let it burn and restart it from the get-go? And I feel like 
this show hasn't quite adequately answered addressed that question. They just keep uh. saying like the TVAs were saving, but it's like uh, I don't know. I feel like I'm siding with Sylvie more than with Loki because Loki's on the side of like we got to protect the TVA, and Sylvie's like let's just let it burn, and I'm just kind of like. I kind of lean towards Sylvie, like, you know, let it, let it burn, you know, like, because they haven't adequately shown what happens yet with the TVA gone. Like, yeah, I don't know. And maybe that's where they're getting to. This last episode kind of ended on like a really crazy no high, no like crazy note. So I'm like, we'll see what happens. Yeah. You, week, you, need, but... you need solid character motivations to, yeah, to and make a there's... story. And it's just not there. And especially because before, like, Loki and Sylvie were, like, united in a common purpose, and then they split right there at the end of Time Tower with He Who Remains. Yeah. Um, but Jonathan Majors, like, he's he has come back. He's not explicitly playing He Who Remains, but he's still doing, a, like, a great job in his yeah. role in it. Like, still phenomenal with that. Hmm. Um, I still I'm like all the characters. That. I just feel like the plot right now like the motivation is the muddy part where i'm just like yeah. i'm siding yeah. with sylvie you know so so here here's why we i haven't watched it yet um gosh i you know i i think we all are dealing with a little bit of marvel burnout uh because marvel just hasn't been solid in their stories it's been a lot of filler it feels like yeah and 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 uh, you know, I was looking forward to. I really liked season one, and I was planning on watching season two. I may still watch season two, but I, I was, I was planning on watching it immediately. But then when I read the reviews that this was kind of, eh, it was like, oh, well, I don't want to watch another Marvel burnout show and then just further deplete my uh, Marvel tolerance right now. Yeah. Um, no, it definitely feels like a filler season so yeah, far. Yeah, yeah. So that, that's hard. That's hard. I because um, we've got um, the Marvels right around the corner, and that's going to be the shortest Marvel movie yet. I heard. Like, like oh a, wow! Again, like an hour and twenty something minutes. Oh wow! Um, so we'll we'll see if it, if it actually ends up being that. But but I did hear yeah, it's going to be like the shortest. And so I'm thinking. So I'm, so I I look at that in one of two ways. Either one. They have really chopped out the fluff so they can have a very solid, streamlined, cohesive story, which might be good for the, this Marvel burnout age a little bit. Or it means this story is so bad that we can wrap it up real short and, uh, you know, it's, it's more Marvel fluff at the moment yeah and that's, so, that's so hard to say Mar because you know marvel for the longest time has been uh pretty solid but i i think as soon as soon as they got out of the uh the thanos era we, we we've never quite gotten back on track i mean it's hard to top that it's like i kind of compare that to um the tv show supernatural speaking of spooky things um supernatural was originally intended to be five seasons but because it was doing so well that CW like pretty much kept it going for fifth. So they had like, so they did it for another 10 seasons. Like their 15th season was yeah. the last one. Oh, wow. I haven't, I got as far as like the ninth season. And then I stopped just because the first five seasons deal with the apocalypse. And it's like the Winchester brothers trying to stop the apocalypse. And once you do that, 
it's really hard to top that. And like they were struggling to top it, you know? And so, and that's how I feel with Marvel is that like Thanos, like that was, they did such a good job in building up to Thanos. And he was like, he's, he's like the big baddie of the Marvel universe, you know, mm-hmm. he's equivalent of dark side in DC. And it's like, okay, they defeated him. Now what? Like you just wiped, like you just did a very big accomplishment. Like I, I'm, I don't, So far, I haven't seen how they're able to top that. Well, you know, and speaking of character motivations, they gave Thanos a very clear cut uh, character motivation. Exactly. And and you can see you can see how that motivation leans on all the other stories they were telling. And it it made the Marvel uh, Cinematic Universe fun. We're, We're still not there yet. We're still not there yet. Exactly. Um, So so I did. I I looked it up just for to confirm. It is it is 100 percent confirmed. It will be Marvel's shortest film, but it's an hour and 45 minutes. So not an hour and 20 something. Okay. still the shortest, though. Still short. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. Um, I'm all I've also been hearing rumors that Brie Larson wants to get out of of the marbles which so amanda had to go run away real quick but uh i'm sure she'll be happy to hear that because she always wants like come on jean gray or, or <laughs> no not not jean gray uh rogue rogue <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> so i i haven't been keeping up on any shows <clears throat> lately i've been <clears throat> i've been i've been playing taxi a lot you know running my oh, kids around yeah. i got I got one kid in robotics. He's also in bowling club and tennis. So his robotics group though, they're, um, I think they, they went to nationals last year. I mean, the robotics group around here takes it seriously. So that's really good. He's getting involved in that. And then of course my other one's really involved in scouts. So, I mean, they're both in scouts, but my older son is, is much more, of a scout kid, my younger son, he likes it, but it's not his thing. Right. Um, but yeah, so we've been, we've been doing a lot of that and I haven't kept up with, of course I've been trying to do my own little hobbies and, you know, I have a D and D game I'm in every other week. Yeah. And, we need to talk D and D too. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know what? We thought, okay, I'm going to talk D and D for a second. Okay. My group, we were preparing to fight an, an adult black dragon. Uh. There are, there are, we're level eight. <clears throat> there are four of us, and we had one or two like uh, other folks with us, NPCs. And we planned this out. Like two of our gaming sessions, two mm-hmm. and a half hours or so, were spent talking about how we were going to do this. So we had two, like five hours of conversations about how we were going to do this. Wow. So we go, we set it up. Wait, 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 I'm there. Sorry. Are, you, are you DMing this or are you playing it? Oh, no, no, I'm playing. Okay. And okay, okay. I have a grave domain cleric that I'm using. So we get there, we get to this location for this dragon. We trigger everything. We kill everything outside. The dragon comes out. One and a half rounds. That dragon is dead. One and a half rounds. How did you do that? Why? Why why was that the case though? Is it your your plan was so good, or people rolling twenties all the time? It was both. It was both. We have a um. So we have an artificer, right? 
And so he had basically cooked up like two um, claymores, basically. Um, And this dragon comes out of a cave and these were these barrels with shrapnel on them, right? Mm -hmm. Lowered to the sides of the cave that were triggered by a fireball when the dragon came out, right? So immediately that does a lot of damage, but we had a rogue and, you know, he's actually rogue and uh, some type of magic. I don't know. Um, But he gets like two attacks and there was a sneak attack. And anyway, the whole way this works out, he does like 76 points of damage in the first round. Wow. Yeah, it was insane. And then the dragon comes out and it does a couple of attacks. We're able to maybe take a little bit of damage, but it's not able to get its breath weapon off. Um, um, I cast, I mean, the only damage I did to this thing was in that first round. I cast, um, uh, what's the, it's the clerk. So the blah, 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 it starts with a B. Anyway, I'm drawing a blank. Um, but uh, Blight, I cast Blight on it. Okay. Do 33 points of damage. He uses a legendary action, and that damage just goes away. Wow. Right? The artificer jumps down from the above the cave onto the dragon's back with an immovable rod. Right? So jumps down, triggers the immovable rod. The dragon can't go any higher. The um uh the magic user casts fireball, does a little bit of damage, and then the next thing you know, that rogue does like another 56 points of damage. On this dra- and it's dead. Like we were all just kind of stupefied. We were, we were looking at each other. We were like, "Okay, did that, did that just happen?" I mean, we. Was, <laughs> I mean, that's we, pretty impressive. Yeah. We all had. I mean, we had prepped by getting you know resistance to acid potions. All of this stuff had gone on. I mean, literally five hours of conversations about how we were going to do this, and it executed perfectly. And we were wow. just like, "Okay, <laughs> that's that's awesome, man." Yeah, it, it is. It was. I felt bad for the DM um, because I know he doesn't want to kill us, but at the same time, he probably wanted to play a little bit. Um, yeah, it was. It was pretty brutal. It was pretty brutal. We All did right, that so, last week. So I got a question for you. This is more of a, a DM question. Mm-hmm. So, so I. Uh, w- we, we actually just wrapped up our campaign uh, that I was doing with my kids and, and some of the kids' friends and Amanda. We, we've been we've been doing this for about two years. They had they had a dragon battle, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were facing a, a, a young white dragon. But uh, the young white dragon, I had it set up so that way uh, he had a bunch of, like, frozen people. And those frozen people had, uh, like, different potions on them. And uh, so whenever the uh, dragon was hurting, got to a certain percentage point he'd go over and uh eat one of these people and then and then i'd roll on a table for like what random potions this this dragon would have and so so anyway so that kept it going a little bit but but here but but anakin wants to say something about this oh you're just okay you're just anakin really enjoyed fighting the dragon anyways so so here here is my question okay Anakin, i think you need to go away for this (laughs) (laughs) It's, it's okay it's okay how okay here's my dm question how often should the dragon use their breath weapon? 
should I should I be trying to use it every single time? Should I should I try no. to roll like one d four in every no. every round? I'm like like how often should I do it? What do you think? So I need to I need to look back at the monster manual, but I know when I played in the past, back when I was playing second edition, which is a long time ago, um, I think a dragon could use their breath weapon once every three rounds. I want to say. Or every five rounds and three times a day. It was something, something that I, there was a limiter, um, so they can't use it every round. Uh, to my knowledge, now I, I may be wrong on the newer rules, but I think there's a, I think there's an interval. Um, look it up here. Uh, dungeons or uh, uh, continue, continue. Yeah, but if you know about black dragons, they're they're. Um, you know, it was kind of a swampy area and they can control. So I had like all of my control water spells. Um, we had like all these contingencies ready for this thing. And I mean, it just, it was like clockwork. I mean, the dice rolls were phenomenal. His dice rolls were horrible. He failed three <laughs> constitution checks. And Ouch. I don't, I don't, yeah. And it's funny because whenever, whenever a, an adversary has to make a, a saving throw, our DM's kind of cool. Cause you know, we play online, we use a virtual tabletop, yeah. we use forge and, and, uh, um, and D and D beyond he rolls publicly. He'll, he'll roll the saving throws. And uh, yeah, he, that dragon failed like three of them. That's, that's brutal. Wow. Yeah, it was, it was. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, Okay, I'm, I'm looking next at it. Is, next session is loot. On online, the uh, young white dragon. It just says cold, cold breath. <coughs> well, it does say cold breath recharge five to six. That probably means five to six rounds, don't you think? The dragon exhales an icy blast in a thirty foot. Oh yeah. Okay, there you go. I answered my own question just by looking it up. But yeah. so so my my thought process, and I'm not, I'm gonna look it up. My thought process was the older the dragon is, the 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 less time it would take to use the the breath weapon again. That makes sense. Yeah. I, I my my reasoning is the dragons, uh, their muscles have gotten stronger. They know how to use their weapon, their breath weapon better. You know, they're just more experienced in that in that way. So. Yeah, but speaking of D and D, I'm also. Um... I've also got into building scenery. I think I may have mentioned that before. Yeah. Um, I finished my first little cottage house. It looks more like a shed because there are no windows. But um, I sent you a picture. You can share those, actually. Um, if you look at it, the <laughs> it was built with project board underneath everything. Yeah. And then all the wood around the side is XPS foam that I textured with a pencil. Um, and then the bricks were individually cut along the bottom. The roof, which came out too bright, is uh, it's a rich cracker box. Um, the door is made out of matchsticks, not project, not project matchsticks, but actual matchsticks that I cut the match head off of. Um, and then I got a little knot there I made for the... I couldn't get the cross bracing on. If you look at the stucco, the stucco is actually tile grout that I mixed in a little cup and poured in there and spread around. You can see, if you look at the back of it versus the front or the uh, right side of it, um, mm -hmm. you can see I got better at spreading it by the time I got to the back and the left side of it. But uh, 
yeah, a lot of mistakes with it, but it came out usable, I think. And I mean, little tabletop, uh, little tabletop piece right now. Actually, as we've been on this call, I've been making, uh, I've been making dungeon tiles. Um, so yeah, just little dungeon floor tiles. I've been making those. I follow, um, a YouTuber by the name, his first name's Jeremy. I don't know his last name, but the channel name is Black Magic Craft. Yeah, I've, I've watched that too. Yeah, so I follow him and I follow the Storycraft Society. And both of those guys give really good yeah, they do. tips for scenery building. And, you know, I decided I needed, you know, I needed a, you guys know me, I, I creative endeavors, right? Music and photography and woodworking and all that. And I was like, I need something I can do just sitting in my office that doesn't involve a screen. Um, so, yeah, this is what I'm doing. And I've kind of rearranged my office for it. Um, yeah. So been doing some of that, but yeah, feel I'm, free to post pictures. I'm yeah, that's awesome. Really impressed. That's really. Yeah, they cool. look really good. You know, uh, good good for you for uh, wanting to. I've I've thought about it many times, and I've watched many of those same videos, and and, and it make it look super easy. Uh, and but then I don't actually do it. <laughs> yeah, they they do make it look super easy, and I got to tell you, it is easier than and you can join there's a facebook group because i'm old i'm on facebook um there's a facebook group called the tabletop crafters guild and you can join that and people post their builds and you can get advice and ideas and stuff like that and um you know one of the guys on there said hey i'm i'm doing my first build right now as well and you know i just i'm, I'm i just don't want to paint it because I, I don't want to mess it up right tabletop crafters guild yeah, I'm doing it right now. I'm horrible at painting myself, and I told him I was like, you know what? It's the same for me. I, but then I watched the Storycraft Society, and he, um, he rebuilt one of his first builds, and I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna do this. It's gonna look like not great, but that's okay because eventually it will. And I'm not gonna get any practice if I don't just just put brush to brush the model and do it. Um, so yeah, that's what I did, and. You know, I see a lot of mistakes I made, but I also see some successes in there. And I think it's it's tabletop worthy, you know, for scenery. And, you know, if the boys want to play and or if I play in any in-person games and toss it out there, great. If not, it's just a fun thing to do, you know. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'd say, Austin, just do it. Of course, you don't have a lot of time um, and it does take a little bit of time, but I think you can do a lot more than you would think in 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 the amount of time that you think it would take right well you know here's the nice thing about uh, this this is what i figured out about this this is this would be a nice thing unlike painting miniatures the miniatures are already like in the shape they're supposed to be if you're if you're building it from the, the get-go and you mess it up you're just you're, you just say ah battle damage <laughs> yeah you know just something like that who cares it's, it's not a big deal yeah so. i'm just yeah i'm basically I mean, my next thing, I think I'm, I was going to do like a little A-frame building next, I think. Well, I'm doing the dungeon tiles and I was going to do a couple of uh, low walls. But my, oh, next, yeah. my, next, my next project is going to be, um, I think my next building project is going to be a little A-frame hut. But I'm going to try and make it where I can take the top off and there's a floor inside. Um, oh, sweet. Like a playable surface inside where I can either take the top the top off or just lift the whole thing, you know, walls and all, and just have a floor that's on the bottom, right? That I can just lift this off of. But, um, but yeah, that's I'm, cool. 
that's the next stuff I'm going to fool with. But I, my my weak spot is painting. I can build. I, th- I honestly, oh, really? after doing this one, I think I can. I think I can build all day long. I think painting is going to be my weak spot, but that's one of those things that's just going to take practice. Painting's my forte, <laughs> not the really? not the other way around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can do the painting part. Yeah, and the flocking I did on this, it actually turned out really well. It was kind of an experiment. I needed. It's, it's it's and you'll see on the pictures when you post them. And I'm sorry, I'm talking about this so much, but yeah. it was fun to do. It's fine, yeah, go for it. I'm I'm very intrigued. I'm impressed. Yeah. So the first thing I did was I used a Mod Podge and black paint base coat, right? And then on the bottom, I uh, I um, used uh, just some uh, PVA glue, like Elmer's glue, watered down, and I put it around the bottom. And then I just went in my backyard and grabbed a little bit of sand and spread it around um to give it a little bit of texture and then i came back and painted all of that brown right so it's all brown underneath there then after i did that i just dry brushed the whole outside with gray and you can see like little gray stones sticking up and that's where i dry brushed those and then i came back to flock it and the way i flocked it was i put more watered down pva glue all around it just kind of let it you know it's just basically watery glue and I got some some like grass. I think for this I used um, blended turf. Um, I don't know the brand name, but um, yeah, it's called blended turf. And I just kind of sprinkled it on there, let the let it soak into the glue and dry, and then came back with more glue on top of that, and put um, put a little brown in there, a little brown flocking, which this one's called. Oh, it's Earth Blend. The first one was Green Blend, and the second one's Earth Blend. So. Um, so yeah, I did that, and then I sealed it all in with another thing of glue, uh, watered down glue. I just kind of dabbed it around, and it sealed it all in. Yeah, and so wow. you got that real kind of earthy look there. Um, but yeah, it turned out all right. I was pretty happy with it. That's that's, that's cool. cool. Color yeah. me impressed. Hey, thanks. thanks, thanks. <laughs> so, um, so Jekka, speaking of hobbies, you you sent us a picture too. Uh, you wanted oh, yeah. to talk about some stuff. <laughs> So this year, I so last year, I found out that there's this um, D&D dice company called Dice Envy that they do advent calendars where you get like a dice per day, you know, like the advent no calendar. No way. It's a dice per day? Yeah, it is. And when I found That's this, awesome. I was like, oh, I want one. But they like sold out. And even like I signed up to get notifications when they get back in stock and like, it was one of those things that no. the email came saying they had the item back in stock. And as soon as I clicked on the link, like they were out again. So uh. this year I saw that they had, a, they had him pre-orders pretty much. So I pre-ordered it and it came, but I also found at Costco, good old Costco, that Lego has some advent calendars as well. And I bought the Harry Potter one. So I have two advent calendars. And this is where I'm going to have you guys help me out here. Um, I've decided that one advent calendar will be for countdown to Christmas, but the okay. other one will be a countdown to the end of this stupid semester because <laughs> it has been so dumb. And what I mean by dumb is that it has been like the hardest semester because I'm I'm writing my thesis, but I'm also taking two graduate classes and yeah. it's just a lot mm. right now. And like, even, even now, like I have a paper that's due tomorrow. I'm almost done with it, but I also have to make like a PowerPoint presentation for it because 
I want to present tomorrow. Like we're going to do the presentations over two days. I want to present tomorrow just to get it done and out of the way. So then I can go like I've, I've been so focused on this paper that I haven't done any any writing for my thesis. So that's why this is a stupid semester. So I so I have two advent calendars right now. I have a Lego Harry Potter one where it's like every day it's like a little Lego set that's from Harry Potter. And then um, this D&D dice advent calendar. So November 11th is when I start the advent calendar for the end of the semester. Nice. Which one should I do? Like, I genuinely don't know which one I want to do. Which one would be more fun around Christmas? I don't know. Uh... I think the Legos would be best for Christmas. Yeah? Yeah. Uh-oh, Austin's going Austin's <laughs> to counter me. Um, Ooh, let's I'm hear just it. gonna say Anakin supports the Legos. He's for for, for which time? Like like to do for that Christmas. For, for Christmas? Like okay, that's what he wants for Christmas. All right, Legos. Legos for Christmas. Okay. That'll be a good one. And so, the dice, I think the dice is good to the end of semester because it's at the end of the semester where you can really have time to use them. Oh my gosh, you're right. Okay, so November 11th will be D and D dice. Awesome. Thank you, everyone. Plus 10 nerd XP to all of you, including Anakin. <laughs> and, and there was much rejoicing. There was much rejoicing. I'm um, very excited. But yeah, so so that was me. And like, I don't normally buy advent calendars. Um, like, I do get one. My mom goes to this Dutch store in um, Salt Lake City, and she gets these Dutch advent calendars. And so like, I've, we've always gotten those. So I'm sure I'll be getting one <laughs> as well. Um, and that's always been kind of my advent calendar. But this year I was just like, I want this Harry Potter advent calendar. Oh, the Dice Envy D&D advent calendars are up. And so, like, I just kind of went overboard there. So I'm very, I'm excited. Um, I'm excited to keep it. We need, we need to get an advent calendar. That'd be fun. Yeah. We usually, I mean, the, we just get the chocolate ones. I mean, Lego right now. So, so I got the Harry Potter one. But they also had Marvel and Star Wars too. I saw the Star Star Wars yeah. one at yeah. a Walmart. Yeah. Yeah. So I was actually debating between the Star Wars and Harry Potter, but then as I was looking at it, I was like, eh, I want the Harry Potter one. So I went with Harry Potter. But my friend, she got the Star Wars one. And it was funny because she and her boyfriend were just so excited that they couldn't wait to open it. So they just like went ahead and did them all. <laughs> uh, and they were like really cool. But Great. she has like they they have like a little miniature ATAT walker. It's really cool. And then they also had like Emperor Palpatine cool. from the Christmas special sitting on his throne. So he's like Emperor Palpatine wearing the Christmas sweater. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so thank you for that. That's awesome. Well, you can't go wrong there. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Emperor Palpatine always brings out the uh, the festival uh spirit <laughs> right yeah all right so I got, I got i got one more thing to talk about and then we, we can wrap it up uh unless you guys got something to talk about all right so brady i know you said that you haven't had a lot of time to watch stuff mm -hmm. uh invincible season two comes out in like three or four days e okay <laughs> i'll be all over it that's uh yeah, the um, I'm burning PTO on a few Fridays between now. Well, basically every Friday between yeah. now and the burning end of the year. PTO. You're using um, PTO, my friend. Yeah, yeah. I'm 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 actually using my PTO to to work so I can get work done without Ooh. people reaching out to me. But I, oh. I, it's much more. Okay, relaxed, that is burning so then. <laughs> I'll work for a few hours. 
<laughs> but yeah, um, I did not realize that comes out so quickly. I'm gonna have to uh, yeah, the um, keep my eye open for that. The trailers come out, and they've actually released uh, kind of like a intermediate episode between season one and season two called Adam Eve. And so I that, did watch that. We, I haven't watched that yet. Amanda and I haven't watched it. We keep talking about it. What did you think of it? I think, well, let me, maybe I just saw that it was coming out. I haven't. Yeah. Let me, because the no, only TV show, no I hate to, I hate to say this. The only TV show I, I have really been watching is community. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> I, mean, community I, started that the day. Best. I have it on in the background, by the way, there is an episode in season two, the advanced Dungeons and Dragons episode that was pulled from all the online Mm-hmm. Uh, services but yes. um why um well someone uh one of the main characters yeah. like does blackface paint to represent a dark uh, elf but they're a drow like, right they're yeah a drow. so but it was blackface and they pulled it so, so um, how do i watch this episode <laughs> um you would have to google it and there's a google drive somebody hosted it on a google drive out there and it's also on youtube in a few parts um, it is, I'll let you know the season and, uh, yeah, it's a uh, season two, episode 14. Or you can see if your local library has the community on DVD. Cause it will be on the DVDs as well. Yeah. yeah. I, that's how I saw it was through the D on DVD. I'm just going to, I'm going to look it up and see if you can buy it via streaming or something. Yeah. I did want to mention one so of the things. It's such a good episode. It's so funny. It is. It is a season, great. Se- I'm sorry. Season two, uh, episode fourteen. Is that what you said? Yes. Okay. I'm, I'm looking it up for the habit. it. Uh, so while you're looking that up, I want to I want to mention yeah. one other thing that I've been doing that's a little nerdy. I apparently, I I, I guess Combined. I'm just. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. I am totally. I, I don't know how I never heard of this Mark Twain book, but if you guys ever heard of a Mark Twain book called um, a Connecticut Yankee in mm-hmm. King Arthur's court. Yeah, I, I have, but I haven't read it. So I had an audible credit and I spent it. Well, I've got several audible credits. They build up. Right. But mm-hmm. I, uh, I, I, I spent an audible credit on that and it's read by Nick Offerman. No way. And it is in insanely beautiful um because nick offerman for you know no matter your opinion on nick offerman which i don't see i could be negative but his voice is perfect for this because there is so much that he can do with his voice and you know a lot of writings from this period can be a little bit of a slog to get through right because of the style uh, of writing um, especially when it's that style of writing, also emulating the language and conversation from, you know, the year 561, right? So mm-hmm. not only is it in that style, but then they pull it back even more and go into that old world style. And some of it is a slog, right? Uh, even to listen to, but it is a great, great book. And I'm only in chapter nine, I think right now. Um, but it is great. I highly recommend just based off of what I've heard so far that you guys get that. It is the 13 hour read, I think. Um, and uh, yeah, it's great. It's, uh, 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 Connecticut Yankee and King Arthur's court. And uh, some of the, some of, the, you know, some of the ways that he portrays the, 
members of the court. You know, you would think, you know, King Arthur's court, it's this bastion of light. It's Camelot, right? Mm -hmm. Whatever. You know, and Merlin is this great wizard who has, you know, respect from everyone. But the way he portrays them, it's like the knights are like, you know, they go out on these adventures, but they don't really have much of a clue what they're doing. They just capture people in the countryside for fun and bring them back, you know, and, oh, I got more people than you or whatever. And like Merlin, when he's at the table round, as they say, and he starts to speak, all the knights and stuff are like, oh, my gosh, here he goes again. Yada, right. yada. It's, it's, it's really funny the way um, he portrays those characters. And uh, I would highly recommend picking it up. It's, it's, it's really, really good. And if you can pick up on the humor in the old English, it's, uh, it's thick. It's thick, you know. So especially when he talks about, like, what the bugs are doing in his armor that he has to wear um, as he's riding in the sun. You know, it's really, it's really good. That's cool. Uh, Amanda, Jekka, anything else you want to wrap up with? Um, I'm just hoping that I can get back to doing more nerdy things. Yeah. <laughs> this semester, this semester. But yes. Yeah, I've, uh, I'm just like, I'm really looking forward to Thanksgiving, my Thanksgiving mm. break, even though I will still be doing stuff over it. I'm like, I'm, I'm going back to Utah for the first time in two years. So I'm like, oh, this year I can actually go spend Thanksgiving with my family. That'd be good. And, and it was so funny because my sister, like when I had announced that I bought my ticket, she called me up and she's like, wait, do I get you for two holidays this year? And I was like, <laughs> yeah, maybe even three. And she's like, new year's and i was like yeah maybe so that's yeah, and cool. she is getting me for three holidays i got my christmas flight booked yet uh third friday what day is it anyways yeah <laughs> i'm just like at least i can go my, my goal is to have all homework assignments done before thanks i go to thanks go to utah and then that way i just have to worry about whatever i need to do for my thesis and even then, I'm hoping that's going to be bare minimum. But I'm already sitting there like, hey, my laptop's coming with me. That's a given. Do I also bring the Switch? Because I'm like getting, I'm making, I, I, I peg myself probably like three quarters, or not three quarters. I'm definitely like well over halfway through Tears of the Kingdom. I could mm. probably go try to fight the final boss. But I'm going to putter around and do some other stuff before then, as is appropriate for that open world style game. So... So yeah, I'm just sitting here like, do I bring my Switch? Do I not? Do I like I definitely bring a book. I always bring a book with me. But yeah, so that's kind of where I'm at right now. That'll be good. Yeah, I uh for the first time in two years or however long I've been in my master's, uh, I'm actually ahead on nice. uh, homework and projects for, for the semester. So I've been I'm trying to keep that up. So good job. I'm yeah. I'm just nice. I'm I'm like it's pretty much like, you know, nipping at, yeah, not even yappy. It's like, I feel like I'm being chased by wolves <laughs> and they're like right behind me on my heels. Mm. That's how I feel. <laughs> yeah. What, what, what you, uh, what you can't see or, or know is Jekyll was doing schoolwork, like literally the moments before we got literally. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Austin was like trying to talk and I was like, wait, let me finish this sentence. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, I'm rooting for you. Thank you. So I'll, I'll get there. Five more weeks. Five All more right. Weeks. Well, 
Thanks so much for joining us on another adventure of Super Nerd Podcast. Make sure you hit that podcast subscribe button and leave us a review wherever you're listening to us. Subscribe and review us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Twitch, Spotify, Anchor Podcasts, YouTube. Uh, I feel like I missed one. <laughs> or wherever else. Or wherever else you're listening to us. I think next week. I think next week. Are we doing Marvels? No, we, we were going to do a Dune Rewind because Dune Part 2 was supposed to come out in December, but that got pushed back to March, so I'm all for a Dune Rewind. I don't know what we want to do. We'll discuss it. We'll get... We'll, we'll figure it out. Maybe we do another one of these until we get our feedback underneath us. Th- thanks so much for being uh, flexible with us. We're, we're still committed to having fun with you guys. We just might be in this form for a little bit while we get our schoolwork done. But uh, have a happy, have a happy Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas. We'll be talking. We're, we're not skipping all that. All right. Have fun. Yes. Have fun. Bye. Later.